0: Hi guys, this is the Moving Rich Podcast with Krikori, and I want to welcome you to this week's episode. Today we'll be talking about what I've been struggling with. Ha, got you there. We won't be talking about what I've been struggling with, we'll be talking about what maybe you've been struggling with, you get. So basically, um, a lot of believers think it's okay to just publicly admit the struggle and not work on it, and that's really sad. The way I see it, believers sometimes admit their struggle publicly because they've gotten comfortable with it, not because they want to repent. And I am in no way saying that public confession is a bad thing. As a matter of fact, we are encouraged by scripture to confess our sins to each other. Now there's a difference between confessing your sins to a fellow believer and broadcasting them to the world for clout. And this is what I see on social media these days. I see people come and then they say this is what I've been struggling with, and then other people will come and just give them hype and tell them you are bold, and other people will now come and look at them like, Oh, I am better than this one. And it's not meant to be so. Let me turn my Bible to James 5.16. So, James 5.16. It says that, therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps your offenses and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working and that like it's 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 clear there it says confess your sins one to another and then the next statement was pray for each other when people confess their sins what you're meant to do is pray for them pray for them but these days like you know we find that the people that even confess their sins are not trying to work on their sins they are just okay they confess it and they say i don't want to be a hypocrite and then they just continue working in that sin, walking below the level of life that god has called us to live and that's sad it's really sad you know there was a time i went for an event um, october 1st october 1st is our independence day in nigeria and I was invited to this event by a friend, so I went there. It was called October First, you know, festival October First, hmm, double entendre. So <laughs> uh, I went, I went for the event, and then I saw this guy that used to be a part of Soul Flame, you know, Soul Flame, the Yoruba rap group, Christian rappers, you know, guys burning for the Lord. And I'm a part of Soul Flame, uh, so this boy was a part of Soul Flame, and then you know he disappeared for a while and. We're not seeing him. We only used to meet at events in churches. He was doing his own personal stuff. And which is fine. You get like, I do my personal stuff too. Outside of Soul Flame. And we support each other. You get. So uh, I saw this guy at this event. And, you know, he kind of did not see me. Because I was somehow lost in the crowd. And he performed his song. And, you know, when they called him to stage. I was there to, you know, give my fellow Soul Flamer hype and you know i was cheering from behind and all that and then this guy went on stage and performed this song and his his song his song had i be his songs because they were a couple they had why your ways shake your Bomb Bomb and the rest and when he got on stage we got to meet like he saw me and then he came and sat down next to me and he was like you know he had to le- stop doing gospel music because he did not want to be a hypocrite I wish i spoke to him i wish i i i I told him what i know now which is that it's fine that you are struggling with these things but you can be better and you know it was just it just did not add up that he had to stop gospel music because he did not want to be a hypocrite and if we call ourselves believers and we make such moves we're actually being hypocritical because we are living outside of what God has called us to be or outside of what we have, we have even pronounced ourselves to be we say we are Christ-like and we say we don't want to be hypocritical so we stop living the Christ-like life and we go and live life outside Christ it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense at all and so that was what this guy told me and he's not the only one i've heard that statement a lot what i'm saying is that you may be struggling with a lot of things such as this but then um hypocrisy is not you staying in god and trying to work on it that's not what hypocrisy is hypocrisy is actually you leaving god to go outside and continue living a life of sin while you call yourself believers that's hypocrisy you call yourself believers and then you are living a different kind of life And then it's also not okay for you to stay in the fold. To stay doing your gospel music, doing your gospel artistry, and continue to live a life of sin. Or be comfortable with a life of sin. These days you find people confess on social media and then all they want is people to come and tell them you are bold. Then they'll get some clout and that's the end. They are not working on it. They are not working on becoming better people. They just keep on repeating and repeating the same thing. And be not deceived, like by their fruits you shall know them. Now, I'm not I'm not I'm not here trying to you know judge anybody, just offering a correction to the body. It's something I've seen and it's not okay, it's not right. Then also on the other part of the believers that when someone confesses a sin, all you tell the person is 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 you're bold. Uh, tell the person I admire your courage, I covet your courage and all those things. It doesn't stop there it's good to encourage people but it doesn't stop there the Bible tells us in James 5:16 that we should pray for each other immediately it said, confess your sins to one another it says pray for one another that you may be healed this thing is a sickness it's a sickness and we ought to pray for each other that we may be healed not just, don't just give me the hype, I don't just want the hype, I don't want you to tell me you admire my courage as good as that may feel, pray for me, offer me correction from the scriptures and then it went further to say the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available and you know a lot of times we quote that scripture, we quote it and then we quote it out of the context of what was being spoken about we cut it out of context we cut it and then you know we're talking about when we pray for jobs when we pray for money when we pray for airplanes when we pray for cars when we pray for all these material things but in context what the scripture was talking about is that the prayer of a righteous man can help a brother heal can help heal another believer that's what the context is saying here then he went for let's say Elijah was a man with like passion like us meaning Elijah was human and he could pray for 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 the rain to cease and the rain ceased. And then you pray for the rain to come back and the rain came back. The Bible is telling you here that Elisha is flesh and blood like you. He's flesh and blood like me. And his prayer, because he was a righteous man, carried this power. So the point of, of 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 talking here today is is to just you know like let you know that it's not okay. It's not okay to just confess your sins and remain there confess your sins but then you do walk out your salvation with fear and trembling there's that part it's your responsibility god has given you salvation you have salvation now it's left for you to give yourself to god to help you live above that to help you live above sin to help you live above anything that is evil It is no longer our nature, we have received the nature of God, we have received righteousness. And I know that righteousness is not by the things that we do, but now we don't do things to be righteous, we do things because we are righteous, there's a difference. We don't do things to be righteous, Jesus did that, he did something so that we will be righteous. But right now, because we are now righteous, it affects the things that we do. So. Don't just give people hype. Don't just give people hype when they confess their sins. Pray for them. Talk to them. Bible says in Timothy, um, 2 Timothy 3.16, I guess, uh, that every word of God is, sorry, that all scripture is God-breathed. It is for rebuke, for reproach, and for correction. So that the man of God may be fully equipped. We are supposed to use the word of God to correct people. Don't just give them the hype. Don't just tell them, um, um admire your boldness, use the word of God and correct. You should have people around you as a believer that can put you in the right track. People that can tell you that no guy or babe, you are messing up. You need to fix up. You need to, you need to and then they'll bring out they bring out scriptures that will help you. And then there's the last category of people that I want to talk about, which is the the you know the people that feel like they are better. And I have a scripture for you, Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. It says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any sin, you who are spiritual, you who are responsive to the guidance of the Spirit, are to restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness. Fa, gentleness, in the spirit of gentleness. Keeping a watchful eye on yourself so that you are not tempted as well. Carry one another's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? Love your God. Love the Lord your God. And love your neighbor as yourself. As I have loved the church. Love is the law of Christ. It says by carrying one another's burdens. You know, um, by, by bringing somebody back when the person is erring. In a spirit of gentleness. This is how you fulfill the law of Christ it says keep a watchful eye on yourself so that you may not be tempted and now we are not talking about the temptation to be like the same thing that the person has been tempted with there's a temptation of pride where you feel like you are better than the person there's a temptation of self-righteousness meanwhile you know what the scripture says about our righteousness that they are as filthy rags to god (laughs) sorry i'm shouting at you guys (laughs) I'm shouting at myself as well because sometimes I'm not gentle with people that I, that I see doing wrong. So I'm shouting at myself too. Um, but you get, you get what Galatians six one is saying, is that if anyone is cutting anything, you who are spiritual and responsive to the leading of the Spirit should restore such a person in the spirit of gentleness. It's important. It's important. Gentleness is one of the fruits of the Spirit. A lot of times, the way we treat the fruits of this place is that we take them like we can pick the ones we need and do away with the other ones. Like, you know, they say love, it sounds with joy, peace, patience, kindness. But then we'll now start forgetting things like long suffering and all those other ones. Long suffering, patience. We forget patience too, a lot. <laughs> but let me not ramble and leave the point. Because <laughs> I tend to do that a lot. But you get the point here. You are not better than that person. It's the same grace that has, that, that has saved you, that, 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 that has saved this other person too. What should you do? Correct the person in spirit of gentleness. A lot of times you find people are, people, are, people are very, very, very rude when they are correcting people. They are very rude. And it's not what the scripture asks us to do. It's not. It's not. The Bible clearly tells us to correct each other in the spirit of gentleness. It's clear. When you are dishing out admonitions or when you are giving corrections, you, you need to be careful that you are not scornfully doing it. Let there be brotherly love written all over it because this is an act of love. It's not an act of self righteousness. It is not for you to show that you sabi. That's not the point. That's not the point. It's for you. it's because of love that you're correcting. You want to see the other person get better, and this 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 transcends someone sinning. It goes right into um, where we differ in theology, uh, and, and 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 you know some people uh, they don't properly or they, they rather did not interpret a part of scripture well. It goes down to that part. 2 Timothy 24 says that the servant of the Lord must not participate in quarrels but must be kind to everyone, must be skilled in teaching, must be patient and tolerant when wronged. He must correct those who are in opposition with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God may grant they that oppose him knowledge and they will repent. All these things are written here in scripture. Like these things are clear. They are clear for us to see are yeah, clearly written in scripture sorry if i've been shouting at you since it's love you know i love you guys i love all of us i've been shouting at myself too <laughs> well these three things these three scriptures i brought to you today philippians 212 walk out your salvation with fear and trembling james 5 16 confess your sins one to another pray for each other the heartfelt prayer of the righteous man makes tremendous power available and galatians 6 1 if anyone is caught in sin let you who is led by the spirit bring that brother back or keep a watchful eye on yourself that you should not be tempted be careful that you should not be tempted from so with these few words of mine, I pray I have been able to convince you and not confuse you. <laughs> well, I pray that you you've, you've gotten something from this podcast. Really, really that's the point of this thing. like so that you learn from it and if you feel you feel, you know, if you feel rebuked, it's for you to take the correction and, you know, repent and live better lives. Please don't say you don't want to be a hypocrite Then you live The life that Christ died to give you and continue to live in sin. It's not a logic that makes sense. You can live that sin and live a righteous life. We can all live that sin and live a righteous life. I remain your humble host, Crit Corey. See you next time on Moving Rich. Love you guys. Love you all. Don't be boastful. Don't be comfortable with your sin. And do not just give hype. Pray and correct. See you next time. Love. Bye.